Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Damn Parenting, your English-speaking parenting podcast from Amsterdam. And as always, we are your hosts, Marin and Eva. Today, we wanted to talk allergies. This is a huge, big topic, but there are lots of feelings involved, mostly scared or nervousness or blankness as of uh, allergies. I have to deal with it. Yes. How am I approaching this whole topic? I mean, latest when you will have a visit at the Konsultatsi-Büro, you will get in touch with this whole topic. And of course, when you're around four to six months and you start introducing solids to your baby, you will be in touch with this topic. So we thought, let's tackle this and most importantly, bring in an expert to talk on this topic. Eva did a lot of research on that. And she found this company that is set up by a mother or two mothers, actually, that were also faced with the challenge of introducing allergenes and dealing with the whole topic of their children having allergies or being prone to containing an allergy. So she brought in these two women and we talked to one of them and they have a company called Vinny Mini and they designed a, what did they design, Eva? So yeah, Vinny Mini are a research-based company and it's basically to address allergens. Um, one of the founders, Lauren, her son actually has a major allergy and it was a very severe case. And so between the two of them, they were Lauren and Josen. It was just a case of how do we deal with this? Because yeah, when you leave the consultancy bureau, you, you literally come home and you're like, I have to feed them like a microbe of an egg and a little bit of the butter. And it's so terrifying as a parent. But the thing is, it's so important that we feed them. I think there's seven, eight mm -hmm. major allergies that we have to feed and introduce into our children. It's a very te like terrifying aspect. And so I really wanted to get Vinnie Mini on because they actually have produced items like food items that you can give to your children to provide that step by step. So you don't have to, you know, do the whole peanut aspect of peanut butter or liquid or oil or how you do that yourself. If you want to give yourself maybe a little peace of mind, this is research backed. And I just wanted to hear from them how they came about it what they're doing about it and, you know, why they're doing it. Uh, it's just terrifying the the major increase in children having allergies these days. And so, yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting for us internationals who are sitting here in a country that we weren't raised in, that we don't know the products of. And so I just thought this might be a helpful tip. Since today is Pindakastas, we thought this is a great opportunity to introduce this allergy into our podcast episode flow. And so far, it was, I hope it's not going to cause big reactions, but everything's going to be smoothly with this interview. So let's just dive right in and let's see what Vinnie Mini has to say. So welcome, Yozin, and thank you for joining us here on Damn Parenting to discuss what can be a very scary topic for many parents who have been to the Consultasi Bureau for their four or six month checkup. First, let's hear a bit of your background. Thank you so much for the invite. It's a pleasure to uh, to join this podcast. Uh, my name is Josine. I'm born and raised in the Netherlands, actually in the north Groningen. Uh, and I live with my family uh, in Amsterdam. I'm a mother of uh, two children and I uh, started Fini Mini approximately three years ago. I have a background with the known Early Life Nutrition, which is a company who focus on the first thousand days of lives. But I'm also a mom and a mom of uh, two children. I also have uh, my co-founder, Lauri. Her son got a severe antiphylactic reaction, which is uh, the most severe allergic reaction, 
whilst eating uh, a small piece of egg, just a little, little piece of egg when he was six months old. Based on this traumatic experience of having a kid who uh, literally almost dies in front of you is actually the reason why we start building Vinimini and also with the understanding about what you can do in the first phase of life, actually from pregnancy until your kid uh, gets to the age of two, which can help on the uh, effect of prevention and make a healthier generation. Honestly, that's always a parent's nightmare when they're being suggested to start introducing those allergy foods, which is peanut and egg is the first two I recall having to do. And the scale of how minute you are giving that very first time. And then as you increase it, so that must have been very terrifying. So it's been three years with Vinny Mini. Can you actually let us know how did you how did you get there? Like what, what kind of research were you actually looking at to start this process? Yeah, so I think in 2015, there were three big international studies called the Eat, Leap and Petite studies. These were the biggest one. And whilst working for the known, I actually read that it's rather uh, beneficial to introduce allergens early and often than avoid them. Rules and regulations, so also consultatiebureau, or in Dutch we have also the Fooding Centrum, actually told parents not to give allergens before the age of one or before the age of three. And that was because they could react kind of severe towards eating those allergens. So they said, okay, let's avoid them rather than giving them, which was in the guidelines before 2015. But based on the fact that in the UK, there were a lot of peanut allergies and looking at Israel, where there were literally no peanut allergy, researchers started to investigate why is there on the other side of the world, a lot of peanut allergies and on the other side, there isn't actually none of them. And they found out that babies in Israel approximately at the age of three to four months when they start teething, they actually get peanut puffs, those little crisps which contains peanuts, which they use because, yeah, starting teething is very uncomfortable for the little ones. So they actually ate peanuts on an early age. Whilst looking at the UK, they didn't touch peanuts before the age of one or before the age of three. Then the three big studies started trying to investigate what if we do the opposite? What if we start the immune system already recognized the allergen, for example, on this example, peanut, but also they also did it for egg and other nuts. What if we introduce them to an on the early age, but not once, but on a frequency for at least six months to let the immune system recognize the allergen? And they found out that it's beneficial because it actually can lower the amount of allergies by 80%. If you give allergens early, so in the Netherlands, that actually is before the age of six months or before the age of eight months, and often, which is for a minimum of a time frame for six months on a weekly basis. And based on those three big international studies, they changed First of all, in the use of A, they changed uh, all rules and regulations for healthcare professionals saying that you should start early and often, but also now in Europe and also as we are in the Netherlands, also in the Netherlands. But for my firstborn, the advice was actually not to give it. My second child was actually to give allergens early and often. It's kind of weird to see that, uh, yeah, a lot of people are actually scared of giving them because it's so many people told them not to give them because it can actually be very risky. But now it's actually the opposite, which we try to make parents feel as comfortable as possible by giving those allergens early and often, because it actually can reduce the chance of getting a food allergy. Do your children both have allergies or no? 
It's a fair question, Marion, and I think it's good to refer to uh, one of the main reasons why you can get a food allergy, because people think that the biggest reason of getting a food allergy is actually if you have a parent or a brother or sister mm -hmm. or another sibling who has a food allergy as well. Mm -hmm. Of course, genetics play a big role. Also, research shows that eczema is the main reason why children get a food allergy. Oh, wow explanation because people actually think it's the other way around mm -hmm. people think if i eat something and i get a rash and then it's because i've eaten something of course that's also that is also a possibility but what they found out is when you have eczema your skin is cracked it's open mm -hmm. and allergens have the opportunity to go through the skin into your body right it's the same for a hay fever or any other allergies. You have the opportunity to, to they're all in the air. So they have the opportunity mm. to go through your skin. Imagine yourself baking an egg and then with that after, maybe you didn't wash your hands and you lift your child out, uh, somewhere to put it on the ground or whatever. Uh, so it gets into contact of the skin, which is open, and then your immune system recognizes it. And at the moment when you eat it, the immune system would say, hey, this is not the way I recognize it. And immediately you will get your first allergic reaction. So because uh, it was introduced via the skin yeah. rather than the digestion system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Oh, wow. So that's the reason why we as Finimini, but also healthcare professionals, really focus on the group with kids with eczema to help them. Of course, yeah, well, there isn't a, a huge cure for eczema, but uh, you have a lot of dreams which can help at least a bit, but also advises them to use allergens as early as possible. So mm -hmm. that when you go to a consultatie bureau and your kid has eczema, it's approximately your four-month consult, slightly a bit later because um, I think it's approximately around five months. Eh? And they will say, okay, you can start weaning now. It's important eh? not only to breastfeed or bottle feed, and it's important to give allergens. And especially for this high risk group, as we as we call it, those kids should start as early and often, but also should start in small doses. We want to avoid, and also healthcare professionals want to avoid, that you get that severe allergic reaction, like Figo did, for example. So start in small doses, and then if you see a reaction, you can stop and immediately contact your pediatrician. And then you will do it in a setting when there are professionals who could give you, for example, an AP pen, because that's what they did with Vigo when he got the life-threatening reaction. He got an EpiPen, which is adrenaline, and then immediately it's gone. Yeah, that's quite a lot to digest, I have to say, for anyone listening with young kids, even if you have older kids and you've already gone through this, it's still... I think we still will all feel the same. So can you actually let us know about your actual products itself and how do they specifically prevent or reduce peanut allergies then? I think it's it's been a quite a roller coaster because we first thought, okay, let's inform parents. So for example, we've been on a nine-month fair not even having a product and then just informing parents the importance of giving allergens early and often because it's the protein which is truly in a product, so also in ag uh, or in shellfish or in peanut or in hazelnut, which you need to contain on a certain uh, doses, on a certain level, which helps your immune system recognize it. So first we thought, okay, let's create baby foods. Let's just make regular baby foods, solids and cookies and whatever. But then we found out that it's really important about the heat and the duration of the heat and etc. So then we thought, okay, we need to talk to all stakeholders. So not only healthcare professionals, but 
also het voedingscentrum, een consultatiebureau. And they said the biggest problem is actually that George, who is four months, loves carrots. But Olivia, who is six months, hates carrots and loves broccoli. So the kid, all kids have a different momentum of when starting with solids. They all have a different flavor they like or dislike. So then we thought, okay, we need to have powders, which you can easily steer through anything. If it's in your bottle, if it's porridge, if it's any other solids. So we have to make something which you love whilst being four months, but also being 12 months and something which is easy for parents to understand and do. And then we thought, okay, it has to be healthy. So our powders don't contain any additives. So no salts, no sugars, nothing, nothing, no nasties at all. And then we thought it needs to be easy because, oh, I still remember being a mom. And, and actually in the Netherlands, we start working when your kid is approximately four months year old. So you start working, you start weaning, you have to do all kinds of things. If you're lucky, you already have another child who is bigger and also have his or her problems or, 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 or challenges. So we thought, okay, we have to make it really easy. Two parts were based on our research, were really difficult. One is, what is the right dosage? Because I can easily give too much or I can give too little. If I give too much, I can cause a severe reaction. If I give too little, then I don't boost the immune system. And I did literally everything for nothing. So we thought, okay, the first time people should high-risk kids, so with eczema and with a food allergy in the family, need to give it in six small dosages. But the rest of the population could actually, all children could go through three steps. And what we did with Vinny Mini is we created a starter kit, which helps you give the confidence to give allergens in those three or six steps because we measured the doses. So it's little sachets, which you can open and three steps is only three days. One sachet, add, have a look at your kid. It's an hour where you need to see if they get any reaction. If they don't get any reaction, the next day you can continue with the higher doses. And if you don't see a reaction after your last step, it literally means that your baby is able to get the right doses, which you need to maintain for a time from frame of six months. So we made it easy by getting the right doses for you. And also when you need to start, we measured it for you. So you don't have to be scared. You can actually be secure. You give the right dosages. And we got the protein. That's the product which you need. We subscribed it. So you can give, for example, if you compare to peanut butter, half of our powders is actually the same as peanut butter. And maybe, I mean, in your case, but I was really happy when my four-month-year-old already ate two spoons of carrot. So I found it very challenging to have six spoons of peanut butter and then steer through 200 grams of food and you need to you're like okay i need to be sure that you finish the complete meal because that's you need to contain everything and that's what i found really challenging and now we made also that part for you and your baby easier because it's a smaller dosage which is also it's just easier to eat and to steer through your foods so we thought easy Healthy and reliable are the things which is parents need when they have a kid and they're scared. And even if you're not scared, it could also be very helpful and life is, is easy uh, sometimes. The sachets, do they, is there different ones for different allergens? I, I have no knowledge about this whole allergy. So that's yes. maybe my question is a little naive or whatever, but it 
is it so I have sachets for egg allergy? Do I test all the different ones, or is it one thing that basically addresses all the the risks? I think in the ideal world, and we are constantly working for the ideal world, you have one product which contains all allergens, and it's a yeah. small drop, and then you're finished right i mean that's the ideal world (laughs) so we're working on it give me some time but it will be there someday but for now what we clearly did were two things based upon the doctors we work with one is if you give an allergen peanut egg walnut hazelnut for the first time you have to give it separately Mm -hmm. you can't combine because if you get a reaction you don't have a clue on what you're reacting so the start kits with Infinimini, that's also the advice. So if you do it with peanut butter or if you do it with boiled egg or if you do it with whatever, always start giving one allergy at, allergen at a time because then you can see the reaction. So our start kits are solely based on one allergen. But then if you continue, you have to give it on a weekly or bi-weekly or depending on the allergen, You have some, sometimes you have to give it twice a week, hazelnut. And you also have to give walnut. And you also have to give peanut. And you also have to give egg. And that's a lot. And that can be a bit of a challenge. So what we did is we combined the things which we think we can combine based on the research. Tree nuts, we combine. Peanut, we don't combine with tree nuts because literally peanut is not a nut. People think it's a nut, but peanut is not a nut. So we can't we can't uh, combine those things. Egg, we will also keep separately. We don't have egg yet. I always say yet because we're doing additional scientific research. But that's the one we also will keep uh, solely separate. Uh, so what we can find, we combine. And also we've done a few studies and also we've read through a lot of studies who said, hey, if we can combine it and it's just a small product, actually give lower dosage than you need. For example, you need three tablespoons of peanut butter and you would just give one tablespoon of peanut butter that can actually enhance creating an allergy. So what you do, because you give too little, because what you literally do is say, Hey, immune system, I just give you a small dose to recognize it, but I don't give you the exact doses you need to really understand it and make sure you never get an allergic reaction to it. So therefore we say, yeah, we can combine everything, but the doses will be too small. We know for sure that it will not have the end result we have as our purpose. And that's really making sure that you don't get and food allergy. Can I ask then what like what clinical trials or studies have you been conducted on the products you've actually got at the moment, which are the peanut ones? Yeah. So we have um, peanuts and tree nuts in assortment. And the scientific research we actually do for ag is Utrecht and, and uh, Wageningen University who, who are working on it. We're literally testing the degrees and the duration that it's actually being baked. How will it affect the allergicity of egg and then uh, we test it on cells so on allergic cells and non-allergic cells to really see the reaction and we're conducting actually the second part of that now the scientific research based on the dosages is actually based on the eat leap and petite study but it's also based on the study we collaborated in with FIGO. So the peanut Danel study, which is it's kind of the, 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 the peanut study in the Netherlands, we work together with. And I think it's also really important to say that we're here for prevention. So we're not curing somebody with a peanut allergy, but we're here 100% for prevention. 
but we do collaborate with the majority of the hospitals in the Netherlands and also for a study which is on for kids who have an established peanut allergy. So imagine if you have a kid with an established peanut allergy, they do immunotherapy, but those children are under the age of two and there's still a lot of possibilities under the age of two. And the results of this study uh, was so fantastic that they now are conducting it in three hospitals. Uh, so the group is, is really bigger. But imagine your kid is under the age of two and already showed an allergic reaction to peanut, but still building, giving on a daily basis, small, really, really small dosages of peanuts to overcome this. We offer our products because... We have it high in proteins, so we just have to give a really little bit. We have a dose, so we can really help those parents, uh, which is not our target audience because we focus on prevention, but also help them. I mean, we sell our products to consumers, but we have a lot of hospitals who literally use our products whilst having on their on their pinda police, as they call it in Dutch. Yeah? So they, they use it uh, in their kitchen to give it to kids who, who maybe already reacted to hazelnut and they want to test uh, peanut or the other way around because we also offer them the hazelnuts. Wow. I mean, the fact that the hospitals are using it, I think that's already a great indication of your product. Yeah. So, wow, congrats. Yeah. I mean, it feels a bit strange because we are trying to prevent it. And, and, and actually, when you go to a hospital, you already have a sign that your kid is allergic, maybe not for peanut, but maybe for milk or whatever. And we want to be one step ahead of that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic that we can even help those parents and doctors and nurses uh, to make it easy um, whilst being such a, in such a challenge. Yeah, I mean, you have to make it as easy as possible for parents because they're already having to go through so much to cater. Was there actually any other product ever before like yours on the market or? The answer is yes and no. There's no product in the market which helps you as a starter kit, as a mom or dad, giving it in small dose steps. Europe, we don't have any competition. So there's nothing like this. I mean, our competition is peanut butter or, or, or the actual peanut. So there's nothing like it. I think that's also the reason why we won a lot of awards in the past. If you go to the UK, there is a similar... Uh, sorry, the US, there is, well, at least there are two companies who have the same mission, prevent food allergy. And they also do it by offering uh, snacks or cracks. But it's not the same because they don't offer the first starter kit. So to help parents give it in the steps. And I think that's really important. And that's where we really distinguish because we don't want any parent to go through that severe allergic reaction. And it's also what I just mentioned, they combine. And based on the scientific li literature, it's not enough to give the right doses. We have fantastic companies in the States where we definitely uh, have a look and see if we can learn and, and learn from each other because we can also see that they, they have a look at us. But product is not the same. And in Europe, you will not find anything like this. You're definitely one in a million then. I was just going to say, I mean, it takes a, a lot of courage and, and bravery to to test this and be like, okay, I'm potentially triggering something very big here. So I need to walk the fine line where you said yeah. it's like you have to give enough, but then obviously not overshoot it. So, I mean, you're you're really it created a great product. and But I can see the load that it comes with, right? Because, I mean, you're working with very young children, babies, and you have a lot of responsibility. So it's great that everything is has to be backed up with this intensive scientific research. Yeah. Otherwise, the hospital would never, ever no. even consider anything. No. So, I mean, 
That is really, we've said this, very impressed. And I mean, this should be really like the biggest, yeah, con yeah, congratulations to you that they, it's really helping and it's really like improving health. Yeah, I think one of the questions we get a lot, if you, if you, if you knew when you start Finimini what, what you would get into, would you actually start it? <laughs> and yes, because it's been a hell of a ride and it's been fantastic. And I've learned so much more than I ever did with those huge corporates. But I thought it would be easier. I thought it would be less complicated. So I think we dove into, it's an unexisting category. It's prevention, which is also very challenging. It's for infants. Really young. Mm. It's an allergy. It's an allergen and, and so on and so on. So, but let me say, because I'm not the only one, I, I do this together with Lauri, which is my co-founder. But I think also very important to tell you is that we have a great advisory board, which we have Professor Early Life Nutrition, uh, dietitians, food technologists. All these people are actually the brains we don't have because we're not the doctors. So we test and validate everything that you find necessary with that team and, and, and even beyond. So we have a lot of people also on legislation, for example. Huh? So what can you say and can't you say? And a fantastic advisory board and kind of our extended team, which helps us go through this battle because you can see it one way is actually the big companies are trying to avoid those allergens into their foods and in front of the shelf, besides milk, of course. But you will not see a lot of products other than the age of one or actually as of four months with egg or peanut. So it was a huge challenge to change that into saying, yes, we're now going to give this to babies. It's been fantastic to have people around us who really believe in us, in our company, in our mission, and, and with their knowledge and network really helped us getting to this point. I have to say the fact that you have this advisory board from all different angles, it's the fact that it took two mothers dedicated and the fact that it was your partner's son who went through that and the fact that it took two mothers to actually do this. I mean, I think, you know, massive round of applause for you two ladies, because as you say, you didn't know what you were getting into and now you're in it. You're in the midst of it. You can't turn back. You're like, well, no, we came here to try and help others. Because once you become a mother, I think you enter into this community of like, God, we don't want anyone to ever experience what we've just gone through with our yeah. child. Yeah. And I think we really need to make a difference in the world, especially if we can help the health of little ones and the happiness also from parents. It's something where you wake up uh, cheerful every morning because you can really do something which makes a difference. So it, I think it also makes us happier. So uh, I think we... Yeah, we made, I think it was a huge risk, but it didn't felt that way because we were so, we so believed in our mission and we were so high on energy to make it happen. And it's tough because we have a lot of disappointments and a lot of things that go wrong and a lot of questions we can't answer because we're simply not yeah, trained or educated to answer it. But then uh, it's good to have kids and husbands who, who love you and, and support you and cheer you because I took mine to the nine month fair. So my husband literally <laughs> worked a day on the nine month fair so it's great to have that that moral support and it's also very good to have that support uh, from it the knowledge you simply don't have i for your advisory board i was just wondering are do you collaborate with the ggd for the promotion of yeah your, your product basically let me be honest the ggd is, is a bit of a challenge for us because You're a good company 
it's a challenge for a lot of people <laughs> because yeah and and i don't definitely don't want to be rude because there are people working at the consultatiebureaus who already reached out to us and asked questions and we collaborate with them because so it, i don't think it's the people and but it's the system who's, which is kind of harsh what we do as Finimini, we set aside 10% of our revenues to support in products for parents who can't afford it, but need it. But Laurie and I thought, okay, it's a huge step to send an email to Finimini and say, hey guys, I can't afford it. Can you please send me a starter kit because I really need it? So we thought, okay, what if we collaborate with the consultatie bros because they see it's, I think it's 90, 89% of the parents. I'm, I'm not sure these days. I think maybe COVID also changed a lot, but they see the majority of all parents. They can see if it's a high risk kit. They know if they can or can't afford it. So if they have our products and just simply give it to the parents who need it and can't afford it, then we do it in the most official way. Then it really gets to the parents who, who who need our products the most. So that was our proposal towards the GGD. And then they said, well, sorry, you're a commercial company and we don't collaborate with commercial companies. We tried in different ways with programs, with awards, with different opportunities to collaborate. And there's no... Currently, no possible way we can collaborate. I'm sorry, I just think it's funny. It's the fact that, yes, you are commercial, but it's the fact that you're doing something preventative that's not a brand's opportunity for these children to be buying your products for their teenage years <laughs> and into their adulthood. No, none, none whatsoever. And also, if people say you're a commercial company, it feels like I'm doing something wrong. Honestly, uh, all my savings and, and, and we didn't pay ourselves any salary for years. I mean, in my heart, I don't feel as a commercial company. But literally, if we are not a commercial company and earning money, we don't have a reason to exist. Commercial company is for me not a bad word we need to be because then we can have a bigger impact then we don't make just impact in the Netherlands but we can do it in the rest of Europe which is our aim right I mean we we want to make this possible for all children and not just a lucky few who live in Amsterdam or whatever yeah it feels it feels a bit odd that there isn't an opportunity to collaborate maybe even non-branded or whatsoever but we we took it for granted and now we know that there are a lot of people working there reaching out to us so they can advise off the record uh, so they could say, oh, try with egg. This is a scheme. If you don't trust it or if you're really scared or if it doesn't work, because a lot of people don't eat peanut butter. A lot of kids really don't like the stickiness when they are so young. There are loads of kids who love a peanut butter sandwich, but when they are four months, a lot of kids, they really don't like it. Give them the option to choose. On our website, you can find the schemes also with different kinds of products. But make sure they give it in small steps and make sure they give it in the right doses for the time frame because then it works. And that's hard. I mean, vitamin D or vitamin K, you also don't tell to a mom, okay, vitamin K, so let them eat 25 broccoli. And uh, because you know it's not feasible, right? Let them lay in the sun for, for 30 hours a day. Oh no, they're just 24 hours in a day. So yeah, make parents choose. Either way, it's fine by me, but just giving them the options which they can go for. It's the same if you want to buy regular diapers or if you want to go to 
washable diapers, it's your choice. Both, it's fine, but just let them understand what the difference and what the impact is if you do either of them. And for us, it's actually the same, but there's no way back when your kid is one and has an established food allergy. So give parents the tools to understand how they can give it and let them make the choice if they want to prepare their meal themselves or if they want to have it already cooked and out of the shelf of Albert Heijn. It's fine. I mean, we can all make our choices ourselves, but at least give all the information parents need to make an established decision on how to give allergens. Yeah, I think this is really the key, like making these educated choices and this, like you said, everyone can say, I'll do it the old school way or I do it my way or whatever. But one thing that I wasn't aware of was the whole dosage. I didn't know. And then, well, if I can really prevent things or make them less severe, I don't need to research all this by myself because I, I'm sure it took a long time to figure this all out and then even think of this, oh, the dosage makes the poison or not, or makes it better or not. It's a great product. I think it, it helps a lot of yeah, making educated choices and also taking a lot of anxiety and scaring and all of that away from this topic when they know this is safe. And this is not only safe, but will actually do something, will yeah. have an impact. And it's not going to make it worse if it's no, there. No, to be honest, see, I mean, it's yeah. healthy. So we're, you're not giving anything to your kid which is unhealthy or can cause something later. Yeah, it's prevention. So it's kind of hard for people to understand that if nothing happens uh, later, is it because I gave something or is it just because of luck or is it just because of whatever? I don't know. But if we established already kids, the percentage of going down with 80%, I'm extremely happy. Because what we see these days is actually the percentage double over 10 years. So the last 10 years is actually doubled. And what people are now thinking it will be in 2050, it's actually more than half of the population in a classroom will have an established food allergy. So we need to stop this rising trend of people getting food allergies. So therefore, it's extremely important that we start giving those allergens early and often instead of avoiding them. And how you give it, it's your choice. It also depends on, has your kid has eczema? Do you have a food allergy yourself? Does your kid already responded on milk, uh, cow's milk? So there, there are loads of things. And sometimes you also want to make life easier, right? So there are loads of things you take into consideration in making your decision, but there's no way back. We have to make sure that we that you can make the right informed decision because there's no way back uh, yeah, when your kid has the age of one. Speaking about making this as easy as possible. So our damn parenting is focused. It's as it's the only English speaking parenting podcast, as it were, for the Netherlands and also just sharing hopefully interesting information to anyone else worldwide. Making this as simple as possible. Are your products labeled easily in English for those of us who don't speak or read Dutch or even English, probably? How, how is your labeling then on your products? Yeah, so start off with when you go to our website, you can actually do it in English or in, in Dutch. So that's uh, what you prefer. So at least all the information is there available for you in English. And second of all, if you buy, um, if you have a look on our website, you see that our products, our product names are in English uh, because everything on our packaging is in English, but also in French, also in German, and also in Dutch. Should you have any of these languages, <laughs> you're able to read it. We haven't got our, our website in French. We're, we're also now going towards Belgium. We also had a Belgium fair, and we also have customers in, in Belgium who really buy our products. So we definitely also need to go to French 
a website, but all these things take time. We have millions of things which we want to do, but the website is just in, in Dutch and in English. But if you buy our products, you definitely will have it in more languages available. Perfect. I think that will be quite helpful to a lot of people knowing that when it arrives in, they're not going to be like <laughs> scanning Google, Google Translate. <laughs> I think I've had to do that a few times with a few things here, especially cooking. Uh, since your website is in English, for those of us who do speak English, and obviously if you're listening, you must be. Do you provide any educational resources or support on your website for people just to read into, just keep updated with any new changes? Yeah. So I think what you can find on our website is our products and the uh, what is in our products, how it's made, et cetera, et cetera. So you have a bit of understanding about when to use, which kind of products, what the, what are the different types and why we created these products. It gives you solemn background information about us, but also about the advisory board. So who's the extended team or the brains on board of, of, of Vini Mini. It also gives you a fantastic overview with frequently asked questions. So what is the difference between peanut butter? Why? Sh when should I give uh, three steps versus six steps when I start giving peanuts, for example, for the first time. It gives you some tips if you want to cook with our powders. So make nice recipes for your little ones. So there are some recipes to also incorporate it into your daily routines. Yeah, I think those are the... Uh, yeah, and of course, within those frequently asked questions. So for example, if you really want to deep dive into the scientific literature, we have all those articles available via links. So you could really read the scientific literature. Of course, we have the, uh, the possibility. And I think I should mention, because we are so connected to our company and to our brand, we got a lot of questions of people who are hesitating or don't know, who are scared. Uh, just send us an email or a DM via Instagram because we respond and we try to help. And even sometimes with our healthcare professional network, because we can't give medical advice because we're not doctors and we can't give medical advice just via Instagram, but we can give regular answers, which we know. And if it's not medical advice, we can always help with our knowledge and team who have a medical background. Don't be scared. We love actually to be in contact with real parents. I think one of my best days is where we get a Instagram message or an email of somebody say it's life-changing thank you so much I didn't I mean based on my first born who has an allergen and now I can actually avoid it for my second one those are my best days so don't be scared to send us an email or any whatsapp or whatever what you prefer because we love to be in contact and to support thank you so much we'll be sharing obviously your website through the show notes and on our Instagram channels as well that was really I was even though like I've known of you and like I've met you before, we've yeah. had chats over the last year or so, there was still a lot of things coming up that I was like, oh, wow, okay. So thank you so much for that. I greatly appreciate your time. And this obviously is going out on Pindakastach because yeah. we thought, hey, what about a little bit of a twist in things? <laughs> because yeah, my daughter is, yeah, she loves her peanut butter. So do I, I'm not going to lie. But I think it's just a case of hopefully a lot more children will be able to enjoy it and that no one has to live through the torment of having to avoid all these kind of foods. So thank, thank you. you again, Yozine. And also congratulations on Femstart winning that the other month. Yeah, hopefully that's going to be a great investment in helping you move forward and bringing out hopefully future products as well for any allergy testing that you've got coming up. I'm sure you've thank got a whole... So 
wide spectrum of options ahead well, of Well, there you. are 14 in total, so we still have some, some more work to do. So yes, this investment is something which really helps us to grow. Uh, and that's what we want because we, which I said, we have 5 million kids in Europe being born every year. So we have an opportunity to help those 5 million kids in Europe and maybe someday later for the rest of the world. Yeah, so it's a, the good uh, thing we are is, really happy. The good thing is you already know what you're fighting against, right? Because you already have the prediction of in 20, I think 50, that's the number if it goes on like it is. So you already know what you're against and what your, what your goal is, right? So that's yeah, a good motivation. Indeed. Yeah, and I think also because we already helped a lot of parents. Huh? That's also a yeah. great motivation. And, and when we started, we would say, okay, we helped them, but we didn't have the six months time frame to really understand if they got an allergic child, yes or no. And now we know, now we know that it really works because we've seen the result. I mean, nobody until now, and I have to knock on wood because it's officially 80%, but we haven't got any kids with food allergy after this time frame and using our product. So we are like, yes, it really, I mean, we, sh we really have tangible results. Yes. But we still have to work hard because there's more to do, more allergens, more babies. So I hope, yeah, your listeners at least uh, got the information. And if they have any questions, feel free to, uh, to reach out anytime. Thank you again. And best of luck with your you so future takeover of the world and preventing everything happening for our <laughs> we'll children. We'll keep in touch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jesse. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Hopefully everyone is still breathing and everyone is still doesn't have an allergic reaction to this episode. <laughs> so now we've heard one of the main takeaways for me was when she said it needs to be the right amount that needs to be tested, kind of. So if you go too little, it's not going to cause a reaction. Also, when you go too big, it's going to probably have a huge impact if there is an allergy underlying. So that was a major piece of information for me that I didn't know. I have to admit, I tackled this whole allergy topic a little less affair, let's say it, because I we don't have any allergies in our family from my side and neither from my husband's side other than food intolerances, but that's another topic. So I was never really scared. Like I thought, why would my child have an allergy? So I just popped that peanut butter in the yogurt and was like, here we are. Let's let's do it. And so that's that was my approach. And I did the same with all the other allergens, but keeping in, in mind yogurt? that I no, not eggs shrimp and yogurt. <laughs> no, but I did I did give them separately, but I was never shocked or I was never like nervous or I don't know, scared because I thought okay, what what's going to happen? N none of us have this. So what are the chances? So that was my approach. But I have heard of people like literally driving into the parking lot of a hospital and then trying these allergens out. And I can totally understand if you have underlying history of these allergies that you might tackle this topic a little differently and of course then go where the help is closest. There was only one thing that I was a little scared of was being allergic to bees or wasps or anything. But then one day the daycare called me up, said she stepped into a bee and they said she cried but she's fine now. I said, well, that's off the list then I guess. Okay. Well, that was my biggest fear. But yeah, so coming back, biggest learning, the amount makes the poison or not. Yeah, one of the 
the reasons I really wanted to get this episode was I actually knew someone, worked with her, and her daughter was deathly allergic to peanuts. And I, I, it was just the fact that when you say that to someone, the thing is you're like, oh, they're allergic. Quite a lot of people kind of minimize it, but you don't understand and grasp the actual totality of that situation. And I had to learn it that way from her, the severity of the situation. Yeah. And so, yeah, and with the rise of people having allergies, I just thought this is great. And I mean, we're not like, as you say, we're not taking it easy. I wasn't nervous either because we don't have any allergies in our family. But at the same time, it doesn't make it any easier for anyone anyway. Hopefully, you know, this might help you, give you some peace of mind. This might introduce you if this might be a helping hand to you if you wanted to buy the product. We are not associated or affiliated with this company in any way. So I wanted to bring them on to raise awareness as well to let people know that there is something out there to help you because, yeah, otherwise the doctors are just going to say mix it in your yogurt. Yeah, exactly. So again, this is one piece trying to make your life a little easier and trying to cut off the edges of nervousness and being scared about certain topics. So hopefully that gave you a little peace of mind and a little also an angle to start your research if you are in the process of introducing allergens or if you still have that topic to tackle. Or if you know someone who is nervous around this topic, then this might be an episode to forward to. Sack wagging in to our advertisement part. Every Wednesday, we release a new expert episode on this podcast. And mostly we try to every Monday, we release a damn chats episode where it's just me and Eva chatting away about a topic that popped up during the week between the two of us. And we're having a quick and light conversation about something. Other than that, how can you support us you can find us on instagram damn parenting podcast or you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from make sure to click the the bell so you get notified when we drop another episode and also give us five beautiful stars so we get rated and can be found by other parents in need if you have any questions or if you have a topic that you would like us to discuss or if you are someone who thinks I should be coming on and talking about something, please feel free to reach out to us. We're always open to new topic suggestions. And with that, we'll leave it and hear you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.